Welcome to Eagle Nation. Don't forget to join us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter so you never miss an episode. Well, the Western Derby, 56. Yeah, it's 56 of them. Who would have thought that, man? Uh, who will get the bragging rights this Sunday? Uh, Freo have yet to win, which has prized many, including myself. And Eagles got their first win against the Giants, and they look the better team. But that means nothing this Sunday because we know doesn't matter where these guys are on the ladder, anyone can win it. The game's a gray, graveyard shift again. Optus Able, 3.20pm on a Sunday. To me, it's one of the worst times for football get into a game and, you know, a lot of people from the country don't come up. So one day we might get a prime time derby, like on a Friday night or something. Um, I'm going to welcome Dan and Wayne to the show. Well done. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, look at the prime time. I heard that the next derby will be prime time. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. It's a Friday night, Friday night game. They're going to have a double header. And one in the west and one in the east. So it should be. I love that. And I'm very excited for this week's game. You're always excited for the derby. Um, before we get into the show, Tom from Plus Fitness, Subaco, Hillary's and Junior Lup, he's our sponsor. Get down to him, tell him, yeah, come from Eagle Nation, was it Dan or Wayne, and he'll do you a good service. He'll whip you into shape as well. Uh, get on to Linktree and download our shows from there. Go on to socials, do whatever. We're on Linktree. Um, and... If you want to listen, I'll be on the Purple Rain podcast, which is done by Duck and Oz for the Freo guys. So we'll be doing a preview on Thursday night. This will probably come out Wednesday. We pre-record this, so it's more of a prediction than a preview. So tune into that one, guys. Um, Let's get into it head-to-head. Eagles 32 wins, Freo 23. The biggest win for the Eagles is 117 points back in round six. 2000, and for Frio, the biggest win is 75 points back in round 18, 2010. So, haven't been too many smashings. Oh, actually, we beat them by 91 points, didn't we? Yeah. In the rain. In the pouring two rain. Two years ago. 2000, I think it was 2019. It was the last time yep. we kicked eight goals in a row like we did on the it weekend. It was. It was so round 16, 2019, well, and that's the last time we kicked eight goals in yeah. a quarter. Eight goals, two to zero five, and it was a ninety-one point win. Well, let's and be that's honest. When Jared Cameron went nuts, did he? Let, let's be honest, Sal. Let's hope we can replicate that again. Not so much the Cameron thing because uh, he's not there, but <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, and it's funny, like you can't see us going in favourites at all. But We're not. Re- but realistically, why aren't we? If you look at form, mm. you know, we both lost the ruse by less than a goal, but ours was away, theirs was at home. They lost to an undermanned Saints who actually tailed them up defensively. Um, and then we're the only one that's got a win, and it was pretty good. We are turned the the orange tsunami against them and made the blue tsunami and won last week's game. Um, and I look at Frio, and I had a lot of respect for Frio last year, but now I just look at a great defence. They are just so good defensively. Um but that's it. I don't think their midfield's as deep well, and attacking now. I don't like their forwards. So very exciting, very interesting game. To, um, they won't want to go zero on three. All right, we'll get into that. You just said the, the odds. Sports bet has Frio $1.44. Oh, that's short odds too. And Eagles $2.80. That's good. So I like that. if you want to yeah. wage a bit of money on the Eagles, this is the game to do it yeah. because it's a 50-50 game to me. Yep. Um, you know, look. There's a lot of talent in uh, Frio's midfield. 
Uh, like you said, they've got a lot of talent in the back line. They've got a lot of talent across the board, but they're just not playing good footy at the moment. They're playing what the brand that we used to play, precision out of the back line. And one way to beat Frio, and I don't know if you've noticed it, is you close up the corridor, you're going to have a good chance of winning against Frio. You open up that corridor and they'll, they can cut you up because they have got some speedsters. I think both teams have got – I think both teams are coming into this game where they've shown good form in patches and they've shown some real crappy form in other patches. And my big thing with Frio – where we could win it is in our our defence because I don't rate their forward line as you guys know of what I've said about. Yeah, their uh, forward their line forward. is what lacks. I think it's very. I think Fredericks shows a lot, but I think he's still a young player, and you can't expect a young player to take the mantle and, and win everything. Uh, whether Fifey plays this week or not, no, he's out. He's got plantar fasciitis, whatever it is. Yeah, and he's, he's got out an, for four he's got, weeks. He's also got an Achilles issue. So, and he's apparently I, what I heard today on the on their way my way to here was that he is a um, week-by-week proposition. He's, in his own words, he said, if I feel right and I can play or, and I can contribute, I'll play. So, Nick but, so He's, so he's basically thing, like Nick Nat right now, isn't he, really? The, the thing is with his injury, and I've heard it quite a bit, and I heard it on a couple of podcasts today, I think Schofield said on uh, Shout of Footy, Footy Podcast, with the plantar fasciitis, whatever you want to call it, that's the right pronunciation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can play with it, right? Uh, Kenny did it for 12 weeks. And apparently what they do is they try and jump down on it really hard so it takes the pain away so it's easier to play. But <laughs> do you know what they don't my, my wife's got it and she had it for six weeks, seven weeks. She was in a lot of pain until she started using it a lot more and then the pain slowly went away. But it's, it's something, it's all on the individual. Mm. And they said Fife will not play this week. Yeah. He definitely will not be playing. It's brutal, but what they do, because it's – you're not going to do damage. As you said, you yeah. are, it's just very painful. But they snap it. Yeah, <laughs> they it snap sounds horrible. So when they, you said jump on it, they actually do it to try and put so much pressure Rob, on it. It snaps, yeah, famously jumped off a, a table, yeah. Part. And he snapped it and it's almost instant. It's not really smart to do, but it's like instant relief. Yeah. Because it's so painful because it's tight, so you've got to wait for it to loosen up. Which you can only do with time, but if you snap it, then there's no pressure anymore. Not great long term snapping any muscle or tendon, but it works, and that's why some players will actually do that if it doesn't heal up quick enough. Well, there's no five, there's no Nick Nat, and I don't think Yo will play either. So there's three big names out. You got to play the players that are there. So we'll go into them pretty, pretty much soon. But um, if you look at the game that they they've lost two games really, and they probably lost two games that they should have won, mm. let's be honest. Um, and they're a bit like us. We should probably have two wins because we should have beaten the Ruse. But that's what happens when, you know, teams improve over the preseason stuff. But I watched the game against North Melbourne for Fremantle and they looked very ordinary until Michael Walters come onto the yeah, ground. Agree. Now, that guy, he's, he's one of those players that ignites the team and – once he was on the ground, they looked like a different team. So depends on what setup they go with. You know, it's it's not going to be an easy game for the Eagles. And like you said, both great defences. Um, their mids probably got more youth. We got more experience. So, I've, you know, you can go either way that way. 
And the forward line, I think our forward line, our forward six, if we get that forward six for the whole year, we're going to trouble a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. If we get the delivery and the supply to our forward six, Fremantle would be killing for our forward six because Tabner's, you know, injury prone. Crab. Um, he's not, you know, you, you, I didn't want to use the word crab. Um, Amos is crab young. Um, <laughs> Tracy, whatever his name, he got dropped after one week. They got Schultz when he's on. Their, their smalls are good. Schultz, uh, Switikowski, Fredericks, um, and Bailey Banfield. And Bailey Banfield, you know, but he plays. He can play small on tour. So if their forward small towards get going, they could trouble us because we do have a taller backline. But I reckon the game's going to be one in the middle. Whoever has the best middle wins this game. Yeah. If we play like we did on the weekend, I think we'll win. The only thing is, we got to back that up. You know, we talked about all the contributors from the weekend and it was, it was deep, you know, yep. and we can't have, because I think I said this to Wazo and I showed a photo, a lot of games, you look at the top 10 players, a lot of the time the majority of Eagles are a good chunk of Eagles, but then you look at the bottom 10 players and they're all Eagles. So the weak link is your bottom players and I think Ross Lyon was famous saying they're the ones you... Your second-tier players are the ones that win your premierships, you know what I mean? Because it gives mm. your team depth and stuff. Yeah, you got to have it and that's what we had. Yeah, that's what we had on the weekend. Everyone contributed. If we do that again, I think we'll win. But if they get complacent, we got the win, we got that monkey off the back, go in. Freo are going to have fire in their bellies because they haven't won a game. And the, thing that, the only thing that worries me is, and it worked on the weekend, but if we bomb long like we did on the weekend and it looks great because it worked, they are great intercept markers. Cox is like underrated down back. Oh, he's awesome. Pierce, the captain, is great. Luke Ryan, at one stage, was the only one pushing McGovern for most intercept marks a couple of years ago. He's an all-Australian player. So if we bomb it long, chances are it's not going to work against Freer because I'm not even rating their midfield. Last year I did. They're not firing this year. Um, really? So it is their back line is the only thing that really worries me. And I think that's where they can win it. If we don't bring that ball to ground... Or win the stat, which I've talked about mm. last two weeks, is the marks inside 50, which is a great one to win because it means you're basically having shots on goal. Uh, I don't think we're going to win the game unless we win those stats. Like you just said, Backman, Brennan Cox, Alex Pierce, Hayden Young, Luke Ryan, four guys straight away. They're just yeah. your main four, right? And then you have Nathan Wilson, Ethan Hughes, and even Chapman go down there a bit, right? I'm looking at their team on paper and I like what I see. It's just that they're not gelling as a team. Right, so and that's been their problem for the last two weeks. Yeah, Eagles, we didn't jail the first week. The second half in the first round was pretty good, and the last four quarters, you know, against Giants, says you know we won the game. When you're looking at the teams on on paper, both of them they're pretty well evened up. I reckon it's going to be a cracker of a game. Yeah, I, I see that. And I'm- it's a Fremantle home game, so I can see why they're favourites because they're it's a home game, mm-hmm. home crowd. They'll, they'll play the umpire card a bit here. But like you said, if the Eagles don't rest in the laurels and go out, this is a chance to get good bragging rights here. Because start of the year, everyone's gone, free, I'll be free, zip, we'll be 0-3. We could flip that around, right? And I'd love to see Freo zero on three. Mm. That would be the, one of the – that would make my season almost just about – because no team has won a flag from zero on three. Yeah. Right? I don't think any teams have won from zero and two. So their injury list, they've only got Collier, it's out for five weeks. Um, 
Now, he, he, in the last game, he was bloody good because he's got speed. Hugh Davies, he wouldn't probably play. And Conrad Williams, he's a young, so he's out. So their injury list is pretty good. So they've got a full list to play from. Oh, and you add Nat Five to that now, right? Mm. We look at our injury list. Jai Cully, uh, late in the third quarter at the Waffle, he did a shoulder. He had a, I don't know if it was a stinger or not, but they took him off, taped him up. He played out the game, but he looked sore. So he, he probably wouldn't come in. Nick Nat Nui, we know about. Rotham, still got two weeks to go. Uh, Jack Williams, Spleen, he's probably a couple of weeks off before. Before playing Waffle, Elliot Yeo, well, no one knows what's going on there. So they're our injuries. I don't think we had any injuries from the game on the weekend. Not on where you mentioned you thought Williams had done a hamstring, but I couldn't. No, he was a bit of cramp. It was cramp in the end. So um, he was pulling up. And I'm telling you, I went to the Waffle game and two players that stood out and they were so far ahead of everyone else was Greg Clark. And Connor West. Mm. So they're the only two that will come in for the Eagles. And you look at who's going to go out. And now I know you guys said you should have dropped him last week. <laughs> but I can't see Campbell Chester getting another game this no, week. No, I, I don't believe. I think I think he could be the change because and I'm reading this, an article this morning where Greg Clark spoke to Simo in the last season. He dropped some weight and he had to improve, improve his – he's always got the stamina and um, improve his speed – by all reports, that has really come on big time. And I think if you're playing well in the resis and someone in the league is not playing well, you've got to make that swap. And well, I, think, I, I love Campbell. I reckon he's going to be great. But I still think, and I keep saying this to everybody, 12 months off a game, you haven't played, and he hasn't played for two years nearly. Five It takes years, a long, long time to get yourself back. And it's showing with Oscar, showing with Tommy Cole, showing with Campbell. And I think Campbell probably needs a good run in the resis and and just play at a lower comp, a lower standard, and just get that run because he's going to be a really good player for us. And if Greg Park's playing well, get him in. Well, he was like the general out there. You ought to like you could hear him talking to the coaches. Do you want me to go here? Do you want me to go there? Do you want me to crack in there? Um, then and he was having a go at all the guys. And I'm not lying. I, I was sitting there going, that was one of the best performances I've seen from a player, I know it was a scratch match, mm. but he was so don- dominant. Did he kick goals too? I think he kicked one. I love he, that. He, I love when the midfield kicked He could have kicked two, goals. there was another one. But he was, he was laying them off and he was great. Mm. And Connor West, that guy's courage personified. Mm. Some, he's, a, he's not that big. And some of the stuff I was seeing him do was, I just went, was that Connor West? Oh, my God. And if everyone had the heart that he had, and so they're the only two guys I could see coming in. In saying that, um, Xavier Neal played really good. Uh, Zane True played really good. Uh, Isaiah Winder played really good. Um, there was a few guys that, that should be stepping up that they, they were there pushing. You could tell they wanted to play. Yeah. There was a stupid act behind play, Luke Foley, I think he got reported for. As soon as I saw him do it, I go, why did you do that for? It's a scratch match. Um, so our back line sort of was a bit under pressure. Uh, Harry Edwards, but we had a lot of ammo players playing in the back line as well. Um, Alec Waterman, oh, Jesus Christ, mate. He was one of the most selfless acts of football. He, he kicked four goals and a half a footy and could have had six. He, he gave two off and he's a man, he, the size of him. He should be on an AFL list. He just looked massive, man, compared to everyone else. Mm. I just, uh, I know he's not on our list, but yeah. far out. I can only really... <laughs> See, that's the thing is if Yo's fit, he would come straight back in. 
it's going to be hard, but this is what you want. This is why I can't wait the Waffle to officially start because you want these players playing well in the Waffle and pushing for spots. And with Greg Clark, you talked about him and you talked about him getting skinny. He, at the under-18s level, he was an outside player. That's what he was. He was a runner and outside player. He developed in the Waffle as an inside player because that's uh, Subiaco. He played for yeah. up. That's what they needed from him. So when he got drafted, he turned himself into an inside player. So now reverting back at he, he, he knows how to play wing. He knows how to play outside because at junior footy, that's what he was. So I think it was a great move. It's like, right, we don't need you in the guts, but we're lacking outside run. Can well, you do that? And mm. let's hope he gets in because I hope he does get in. And we well, talked about this round four. If players aren't performing by round four, I think that's when you've got to make not mass changes, but these players that perform consistently in there. And I'll quickly just rattle off the names because you mentioned him. And O'Neill, he's everyone listening to the podcast, know I'm actually a big fan because he's the, our best kick. He's our most actual efficient kick. You don't see it too much in AFL. But he fits in that category. And he's got to fix this because I see it so much that players fade away and get delisted. But their waffle form or second, it doesn't matter, VFL form is so good. But when they go to AFL, they don't bring that form over, yep. and that's O'Neill to a nutshell. Whenever O'Neill plays, he's one of our best midfielders. Uh, albeit, he's, there's not many there. It's usually him and Drew, and that's it. Only defence I've got for that, and you you mentioned it last year, is we used to play the players in one position in the waffle and chuck them in a different one in the AFL. Yeah, that used you to You can't get no continuity doing that. Mm-hmm. So, um, he, yeah, I was just impressed by all the guys that should be stepping up in that game. I know it was a scratch match, but it was a pretty good hit out. It was really good. And he's perfect to the credit. Didn't, you know, he, West Coast got ahead of him a few times and he's perfect just kept pegging him back, pegging him back. And it was good to watch. But if we're talking about coming in, I can't see any difference – in players coming in into um into Frio's spot because I don't really follow their peel side too much. So unless they want a blood and a Rasmus or a Johnson in a game, which I very be very surprised they did. I can't see much changes in their team no. this week. And for us, I only can see Campbell Chesser coming out. Um because you'd be pretty hard done by unless there's an injury that we don't know about. I think that'd be the only change. And that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah, I agree. I think Yo's going to come in and Chester out. But here's one well, I'm for going, you. You I'm can't. You Clark. can't. You go on Clark. I yeah, think I'm if Yo, I'm going Clark. This is only if Yo's fit, obviously. No, even if Yo was fit, no, I'd be after no, what I, I saw think, on the weekend. Yeah, I reckon Yo comes straight in. I don't think they'll put him in the waffle. But um, if Yo comes in, I think has he got the loading? Chester, yeah. yeah. Young, young Hewitt might come out. But that's the thing is. You can't play Hewitt in uh, the sub twice, two weeks in a row. I don't think that helps development. I reckon you're better playing whole games at Waffle level or the games well, three reckon, quarters at least and getting subbed out at AFL level. I reckon he'll play so, the four quarters. Yeah, but that's what, uh, that's to me the question. I I think if Yo's fit, he comes straight in. If he's not fit, then that will be a great clerk. It changes the, my thinking, you know what I mean? Well, then, but I'm basing it on him being fit. But I don't know then who's going to be the sub. Because that side was so strong, you can't make Hewitt sub again. Maybe Noah Long will get a game as a sub. I don't know. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. If if you come in, you'd probably have to sacrifice Hewitt and drop him back. So you'd keep Chesser in? No, I'd keep Chesser and and um, Hewitt out. Hewitt, as Hewitt well. out. I'll and then I put Yo and Clark in. Yo and Clark. I I'd love to get a proper game into Hewitt. Um, yeah, as you said, he needs. He he won't be a sub. He'll either be. A full game in the AFL or in the Waffle. Yeah, you can't so make him sub twice. That, that's the only one. So, look, it's going to be an interesting game, if, you know. The other one to go to a sub is Tom Cole. 
Now, yeah. yeah, but Tommy got, Cole does his role. Like, I know he's doing his role, but then he's just see, pure got, lockdown. You got Jaden Hunt, who's running, runs yeah. off there. Jones running yeah. well out of there. Tom Stone, Cole could be the one that maybe. But make, Stone make, went down bring into Yo, the bring Yoey in. Stone yeah. went down in the forward line for a while, and he was. I didn't even know I was on the ground. That's how good Tommy Cole was going. I'll tell you what. I don't know if you noticed the game. Tommy Cole went forward. Tom Cole played the wing, I think, at a while too, which really surprised me. So being a sub's pretty good because if there is an injury and you're actually using that sub for an injury, it would be interesting because he, he was very versatile on the weekend. He, he did dominate, but right. he was everywhere. When when the ball's down our full forward or both teams full forward line, yeah. they're all in the forward line because there's no <laughs> one down the other end of the I actually the said ground. that to Wazzy. He's like, we've got to have a loose back. I was like, loose back, the whole team goes back. <laughs> like, yeah. a, that's the way it's played, yeah. I lost count how many times there was no one in the oh, back line. The whole t- I was like, this is unbelievable. But but that, that's modern day footy. The yeah. full forward stands in the centre. <laughs> This is how far I'm out of it. I played a scratch match a few weeks ago and at the start of the game I'm sitting on the corner of the – I was playing half forward and I was on the corner of the square like you used to. And the coach is going, Kingy, get back, get back. And I'm going, what are you fucking talking about? Then I realised you've got to have six in the the end zone. I'm going, that's how long it's been for me to play football. That's how much it's changed, you know what I mean? I'll tell you what though, I hated it because it was such a drastic rule change but now I love that. The thought of just starting a bounce down and having one or two loose plays in the back line. I know, but it's I mean, just thing, it just sounds disgusting now that we're used to the 6-6-6 real way. Well, the Giants Don't were Don't you think? Like, honestly, yeah. like, that Gi- rule has been brilliant. Giants were pulled up twice because their player wasn't oh, in the goal Oh, did we square. get a free kick? No, so they ball it up. No, you get one. If it happens twice, it's a free yeah, kick. Yeah, in a quarter. In so a this quarter. is one it's in one quarter. Yeah, it's yeah. per quarter. What a stupid rule there. So um, it was one in the first, second quarter and one in the last quarter. And I didn't notice it in first, and then they, but they bore the, yeah, they throw it up after it. To me, that's not, and to me, it should be a free kick. If, yeah, I, you know what I mean. To be honest, you know me, I love my stats and I love the implications of footy and that and the rules. I did not know that was a quarter. Yeah, I'm that pre- is ridiculous. So you yeah. can have four warnings without a free kick. No, no, three. two per team. What do you mean? So like, so Giants were done twice, right? So if they did that twice in a quarter, the second one's a free kick. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. The first if one's they a did, warning. If they did one in every quarter, they yeah. could get four yeah. warnings for a game. Yeah. That, that's what I said. I understood. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. That's, so. that's, that's ridiculous rule. Yeah, yeah. it's um, stupid, but that's what happens. So, I reckon um, you shouldn't even get a warning now. The rule's been in maybe, so long. Maybe you should get one warning. Right, you've all been warned. Yeah, one, one warning for the game and then it's I, Yeah, next one. Everyone after that a, a, yeah. is a free and then you say, oh, shit, we won't be doing that again. Yeah, I, I thought that was the rule. I thought you got one warning. For the entire yeah. game, if you did it again, it's a free kick. I'll go check it out, um, but I'm that, pretty sure. No, no, no you're probably no. right. I'm not saying you're wrong. Was I just right that's got, I saw them get warned twice. Yeah, they got done yeah. twice. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Because on the warning, then they throw the ball up. They don't bounce yeah. it, and they should show, throw the ball up every right. time there. Yeah, I'm done with the bounce. Before they can't we, do it. Before we go, winner, margin, and Ross Glendinning, Ben Allen, medalist. <sighs> you go first, Wayne. <laughs> Eagles by. 17 points, and the medal, I reckon, will be a defender, and I reckon it'll be Jeremy McGovern. Oh, I said on the last episode that I loved him not being our best player because, like, shows we're attacking more. So I'm going to go with that mantra. I'm going to go – you know, I want Kelly to back it up. I want Kelly to get some consistency in his game. That showed – people rave about him, but that showed he is a $750,000 player a year. That game was brilliant. Um so let's give it to him. Hopefully he backs up. Eagles by 23. 
All right, I'm going to be the downer here. Fremantle by 13. I can't see him losing three in a row. I think they've got something to burn in inside of them. And because it's a home game, probably just leaning their way a little bit. Hope I'm wrong. Ross Glendinning medal, it'll be uh, Brayshaw. Mm. And, um, yeah, hopefully I'm wrong. But, hey, it'd be great the if the Eagles win. The only in this game, watch out for the sleeping giant. And that's Luke Jackson. Jackson, yeah, Luke well, Jackson. he's had two shockers. Luke Jackson is the sleeping giant in Fremantle, and I just hope this week he's still asleep. I hope he does. Yeah, well, because he's had two shockers. Yep. He's, so um, uh, that kid is class, and he will he will bounce back. We're going to get destroyed in the ruck, but it's been a that's I, a I never would pay that much on potential. Yeah. That was dangerous what they did. I think he's on nine hundred thousand a year. That's ridiculous. Oh, well, look, I didn't want to go into the ruck because that's why yeah. I didn't bring it up. Yeah, because, we're going to get destroyed. Um, because I think that's where they're going to oh. win the game. Yeah. Um, get down and watch it if you if you can get a free ticket. I don't think it's a sellout yet, so it's free twin on a Sunday. And again, listen out on the Purple Rain podcast on this Thursday. I should be on that as well. So giving them a review, and I'll be giving it to them. So I, I hope you change your tips and Ross Glendening oh, well, on this Purple Haze thing. On there, Great yeah. listening for the Freo fans. Great show. They're very professional. Yeah, but I hope you go in there and bat for the Eagles a bit. Was it? Oh, like, don't worry. I'll yeah. be giving it to them. Don't worry. This is <laughs> I've been dreaming about this for ages, mate. But they're good guys. So um, they'll be on our show in the second uh, derby. All right. Uh, let's hope for an Eagles win. Yep. Good luck, Go boys. See you later. Yeah, the West Coast sky I